You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for our Grassroots Citizens Panel. And joining me in studio, as he did previously, is the founder, the president of the Israel Group, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, thanks for staying over for the panel. Glad to be here. Also in studio is wellness expert, Dr. Brian Allman. Dr. Allman, good to see you. Good to see you, Rick. Thank you. And joining us from San Francisco is radio talk show host extraordinaire, making a big speech in New York City next week. Are you not Ethan Behrman? Actually, June 12th, June 12th. June 12th, about a month away. All right, you'll be speaking at the Talkers Convention in, in NYC. All right, first topic of the day. We, we jump across the pond. Uh, it looks like uh, David Cameron, the conservatives win by a large margin in the, the UK elections. And this is something I know that you are following closely, Ethan Behrman. What does this mean? Why is it of relevance, relevance to here, to us here in the U.S.? Well, there are a couple of key factors. First off, the British Conservative Party, known as the Tories, are nowhere near as conservative as the Republican Party here. They're very different that way. But they won big. The polls leading up to and including the day of yesterday's election showed less than a two-point spread between the Labour Party, the more liberal party, the Liberal Democrats, and the Scottish National Party won huge. But the key is in my mind, is the British, just like the Israelis, went conservative, and the pollsters got it all wrong. And I, I'm wondering if they have a liberal bias or their methodology is just totally flawed nowadays. Barry Nussbaum, as he said, the, the polling was wrong in Israel. It's wrong here. Do you have any, any takeaway on this uh, on this election result? Yeah, I agree completely with Ethan, Rick. Um, the polling in Israel up to the recent election had Netanyahu in serious trouble, way right. down in the polls. Mm -hmm. The exit polls said it would be extremely close and probably tied. Those were wrong, just as they were wrong in Britain. And as it turns out, when people got alone in the voting booth, they trusted the more conservative candidate in both Great Britain and in Israel for security purposes. And uh, it seems the world is becoming a more dangerous place and people feel more comfortable with a more conservative security and it, response. And that comment takes us to Dr. Brian Allman, our wellness expert. Let me ask you, Dr. Allman, uh, we heard, we, we heard I, I agree with uh, the comments that, that national security probably led voters to lean right in Israel, lean right in the UK. Historically, Americans vote with their pocket, their pocketbook, how their bank account looks. Uh, what is this trend we're seeing worldwide? What does it mean here, after all? Well, things have changed because people are more scared. They're more worried. They're more concerned about their kids, their grandkids, even themselves. So the way that Americans, even the world, is dealing with fear is to be more reactive, to look for people to protect us, to change governments, but make sure, number one, we're safe. And do you believe that uh, do you believe that people will vote with their pocketbook in 2016 or national security? Or it's too too close to call at this point. It's going to be national security again because the world feels like a more dangerous place than ever before, probably since World War II. It's interesting about that comment. Let me say, political pollster Scott Rasmussen disagrees. He thinks it'll be the pocketbook, but the RNC, the Republican Party, agrees with you. Mm -hmm. They feel that uh, they need to make national security the number one issue. Uh, speaking of 
second book. Next topic is job numbers came out today. And one thing that you'll ever hear the mainstream media talk about, another thing that uh, something you'll ever hear the Obama administration mention, is that a record number, a record number of slightly over 93 million Americans are out of work. Not even included in the, in the unemployment numbers. But in addition to that, a sad number, not that that first number was not sad, another sad number is... A record number of people are now renting, percentage-wise. The wealth gap in America has widened as more people rent and less people own homes. Let's go to Ethan Behrman in, in the very conservative bastion of San Francisco. That was humor. Uh, <laughs> Ethan, to me, it's a sad story because America is, a, is supposed to be about the little guy, the little person having an opportunity to, to rise, pull themselves up and rise, and, and real estate ownership, home ownership is one way to do that. Renting at, a, at an all-time high percentage-wise, it, it, it shows a, uh, a very dangerous point that where we are in America, economically speaking, does it not? Well, I actually disagree with you slightly on this topic because in particular, you have the millennial generation does not view home ownership as a priority. They they like renting. They don't want to have to worry about a domicile to maintain, homeowner's insurance, fixing it up, dealing with all of those different issues. So they're comfortable renting as opposed to owning as a, you know, generality that as we or generalization, excuse me, when we speak about the millennials. And then you had the people that couldn't afford homes anyway. So if, if we had liar loans and people that couldn't afford to pay their mortgages anyhow, so maybe we've reached what the market can actually support as far as home ownership in America. Well, we may be at that point, but here's where I'm going to slightly disagree with you. Uh, I agree that uh, it's a heck of a lot less of a headache and a hassle to rent as opposed to own, but when you look at millennials, there's no surprise a record number are renting. No surprise that they want less of that hassle because a record number are unemployed. A record number are living at home with mom and dad up until age 30. Of course they're renting from mom and dad. Barry, what's your take on this story? You know, my take is, is that the market has probably adjusted to where it should be. You had the... Uh, anyone can get a mortgage if you can fog a mirror qualification. And that was wrong as well. And so what happened is you had way too many people that didn't qualify buying homes, literally with nothing down, and, and in many cases could walk out of a closing with money in their pocket. So you think it's taken six, seven uh, years to, to run that cycle? No, actually what's happened is as foreclosures increased and banks failed, and record numbers of foreclosures, the greatest percentage that have been seen since the Great Depression, um, mortgage lending became more traditional in the sense of uh, a standard down payment, standard qualifications. You've got to have verifiable income. No more stated income right. qualifications. All so right. I, in my opinion, I think what's really happening is uh, the right number are now qualifying that are employed, and as the number of unemployed stays high, those people can't qualify anymore. Well, I, all right, I hear you both, you guys, but I still say there's a fundamental problem with the economy if 93 million Americans are out of work, and the millennial is the most underemployed generation in the last 50 years of that age group. I know you want to comment on this, Dr. Robin. We'll get your take on the other side of this break. From the Edge of America, I'm Rick Amato. Stay with me. We're back right after this. One American News looks back to moments in history that shaped our country and our world and makes us who we are. 
The explosion of a nuclear power reactor at Chernobyl caused a radioactive scare in Scandinavia even before it was announced by the Soviet Union. Occurring on April 26, 1986, it was the worst power plant accident to date, though some scientists cautioned against hysteria. This accident is a social catastrophe. It's a commercial catastrophe. But in terms of worse catastrophes, there are many worse catastrophes. Nevertheless, 30 were reported dead in the Soviet Union and 237 more suffering from radiation burns. Lap reindeer were contaminated as radiation jumped to 50 times normal in Sweden. And the Soviets planned to monitor residents close to Chernobyl, possibly for life. Your nation, your news, One American News Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are in the middle of our grassroots citizens panel. Before the break, we are discussing the fact that a new report out shows that home ownership, the percentage of home ownership in America, has fallen to its lowest level in more than 25 years. Uh, Dr. Allman, a wellness expert, you're, you didn't get a chance to weigh in on this. You make a living consulting uh, corporate executives, blue-collar workers, uh, uh, public school students on stress. Right. Is there a connection here? There is. The number one stress is money. That's it. So people want to buy homes. They want to have a job. They want to be able to have enough money to pay their bills, take care of their kids, take care of their family. That is the number one stress for people. So all the numbers, Rick, that you bring up, people want to be able to buy a home. They want to be able to go from renting to buying, and they're worried about can they keep are, their job, will they have Are you job? seeing more stress in, in lives today or less over the last, say, six years? Definitely more. So there's more money stress than ever before. People are really having a hard time making ends meet. From the blue-collar, frontline workers, call center, truck driver, the people, all the way up to the executives and people working in banks and institutions. All right, switching gears now, a, uh, a U.S. Court of Appeals has ruled that the NSA collection of bulk data is illegal. And a lot of libertarians and a lot of conservatives feel it's a great, a great announcement. Some, some liberals feel that way. I want to ask, let's start with you, Ethan Behrman of San Francisco. In light, in light of the recent uh, news about ISIS, they were claiming to have terror cells in 15 states. We just saw the attack of Pam Geller's event in Texas. Um, the FBI director has come out and said there are hundreds, perhaps thousands of uh, ISIS sympathizers receiving direction, directives from ISIS in, in radical Islam. Is this the news we should be all applauding at this point in time? Absolutely. No way should our values and liberty be given up in, the, in this case. And I'm going to tell you something else. Those are separate topics. Spying on American citizens on American soil that are not suspected of a crime is fundamentally against our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Specifically, Section 215 of the Patriot Act says that this is only allowed when it's relevant to an authorized investigation. Just sweeping all of our cell phone data is not an authorized investigation. I absolutely want the government 
government to track down every suspected terrorist. That's a relevant investigation and an authorized investigation through the court system. Spying on me, spying on you, spying on an American citizen on U.S. soil not suspected of a crime is not authorized under Section 215. Barry Nussbaum, are we making the world a more dangerous or less dangerous place here, when I say world, here in America by taking this power away from the NSA? You know, I have a question back for you. Are we making America a more dangerous place by taking away everybody's privacy? If you've got a big brother that's literally sweeping up all available electronic data in the hopes of finding a bad guy, what really are we giving the government power to do? Control every communication, spy on every citizen, know what everybody's doing all the time. That's Big Brother, only much worse than George Orwell anticipated it would be. Uh, Dr. Allman, we talked about money, finances right. being creating, people being more stressed out over these last six years than they were previously as a result of finances. How about all the news right. of radical Islam may, may or may not be south of the border of uh, El Paso. Uh, if bombing in, or the, the attempted bombing in Texas and so on and so forth. How is this adding to people's lives? It worries people a lot. And I think like the government, like all of us regular folks, we tended to underreact at first. Like it's not that bad. It'll be okay. Now we're overreacting and taking it too far. And hopefully we're going to find a balanced approach, but we're not there right now. We're going from under to overreacting. And it's typical of human beings because emotionally we're scared. All right. Switching gears now. Ethan, a moment ago I mentioned that you will be speaking in New York City uh, next month at the, at the Talkers Convention. That's the big convention of all radio talk show hosts across America. You'll be speaking just before Sean Hannity, as a matter of fact. Uh, well, there's a convention in New York right now uh, put on by a group that's an international uh, press freedom organization known as PEN. P-E-N. They're having a week-long uh, conference in, in New York City on, on uh, the freedom of the press, except there's one group that are not permitted to enter, and that is the press. How does this happen, Ethan? Well, it's very interesting. I've had a press pass at the United Nations. They give temporary passes when you have events for the press. So I've actually gotten one before. I've been through the process. They do a full background check. There's a long security process that you go through. I've stood out in the rain for 30 minutes in New York City waiting to get into the United Nations. So what happened in this event, unfortunately and ironically in this case, is they did not, the event organizers did not plan ahead and go through all of the background that has to happen with UN security for press to be let in. And it's a it's a tragic irony and a laughable one when you look at the United Nations and various other problems that the UN has. But yeah, I mean, seriously, journalists not being allowed into a press freedom event, it's a joke. But seriously, the UN has very tight security and they wanted to make sure they said, if you didn't go through the proper procedures, we can't let these people in. Well, it is ironic, is it not, that this freedom of press event uh, excludes members of the press. What is your take? You know what I love about it, Rick? The UN is the bastion of hypocrisy. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing comes out of that building that surprises me. This is, this is the world organization where the commission, uh, High Commission on Human Rights can be chaired by Libya or Syria that lead the world in mass murder. Um, it's never been about 
anything other than bizarre behavior, and you can throw this in the pile. You throw it in the pile before we go to Dr. Allman. You want to talk about bizarre behavior. It made our Mama Luke segment earlier in the week, former U.N. Secretary Kofi Annan, uh, said, hey, the world, you know, because of global warming, we need to seriously start looking at eating at bugs as a source of protein as for the human diet. He said, after all, raising cattle and pig flatulence that they that they exude uh, leads to gr greenhouse effect. I was like, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. Dr. Alban, you want to weigh in on this story of uh, the journalists excluded from the Freedom of the Press conference. <laughs> well, to Barry's point about the hypocrisy, the contradiction, it's really true. So doing background checks and plenty of time to get them in, somebody missed the boat, and it's had a big effect because it's embarrassing. Yes, and it sounds like big government at work, as, as it always does. We'll continue with our grassroots citizens panel and more right after the break from the Edge of America. I'm Rick Amato. Stay with me. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.